Welcome to the Fuller Broadcast Show today. I hope everybody's having a wonderful uh, time right now. I'd like to give a special welcome to one of my sponsors, Quick Vision Collisions. They are my new sponsor for my show now. As you can see on the link here, Fuller, all capitals. Visit our website. It's Quick, Quick Vision Collision. They got a good hat, they got face masks, got everything you need. Just uh, watch their website. Just go to their website. They have Facebook. They have another link, I believe. If you type in Fuller on the code, they'll give you 15% off products at the end of the... Hang on for a second. Yeah, right. I like to thank my other sponsor, D and D Bates. I appreciate you helping me out too. Got JB. Hang on for a second. Hey, what's up? Hang on for a second. All right. Thank you for thank you for coming on my follow broadcast, man. Hang out for a second. All right, you there? Can you hear me, John? Yeah, I can, you hear me? All right, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. All right, I'm waiting for my co-host to show up here. He's a little late right now, so so give us a little deep. Give us a little detail about your career, when you started, and where it got you right now. Okay, well, I kind of, um, I started, like, probably, I believe, like, five years ago. I was actually started with, like, kickboxing. Amateur kickboxing. So I really got involved with just a group of friends, like, a, like, one of the friends I we used to like to just like ball all the time, but we wanted to like learn the tip. We used to like box and shoot box. So we started going around looking for gyms and gym gym materials stuff like that. We like last year, like yeah, yeah, like a year and a half actually. When I actually started actually in the ring and shooting an amateur kid box. And so for, I got my opportunity to uh, her name Brandy. He's with uh, in Alabama, in Alabama. He to fight for her promotion, and I took the opportunity. And, and so here I am, uh, 0-1 as a pro. So I'd like you to meet my co-host over here, hey, Anthony Cruz, the Tiger. What's up, buddy? Very much. Kind of excited about this interview. Oh, no. Hey, welcome, welcome. It's a, it's a pleasure. Thank you. So, uh, you have so you're a pro fighter now. So, what was the difference from your training from amateur to pro? Is it more your training harder? It was a big difference. Like with amateur, you got a lot of leeway that you can deal with when you're amateur. But as a pro, it's like you literally have to level up everything that you do. If you run in, say, things like you run a five miles, you got to run team. They think it's like you go three times a day in the gym. You got to go like four or six. It's, like, <laughs> it's totally different. Yeah, it is different. 
So, uh, when's your next fight coming up? Oh, last time I talked to like my managers and stuff, they told me that it might be August fifteenth. Yeah, she got to this Corona thing going on. So, trying to find it out now. But until then, I'm just in the gym training. So, what's your record in uh, amateur before you turn pro? An amateur kickboxing, I was like two and one. So you said, did you say you did some uh, kickboxing too? Is that what you said? Yeah. I didn't hear you. Yeah. I like I did some kickboxing. My amateur record was like two and one, and most of the time, it was like I was training in gyms, and they used to tell me, "John, you got a lot of potential. Just try it." And I had like some sort of a little problem with trying to actually get my company up to go out there. But over the years, it built. So I was just like, you know what? You only live once. That's right. My boy right there beside you, Anthony, he's done a lot of kickboxing fights, I believe. So he gives See, you a my, lot my, of my, my, my record is 25, 4, and 18. I mean, I've been around. <laughs> and that was amateur. That's amateur. You know what I'm saying? That's that 25, 4, 18 by knockouts. You know, and, that, and then I turned pro, you know? You know, but you know, in New York, it was different. New York, you know, because in New York, you know, it was a lot of competition, yeah. you know, uh, uh, fighting with, with uh, Tommy B. Baton camp, fighting with, with Ray Lango's camp, there was Negla's camp. I mean, those are tough camps that you had to go up against, you know what I'm saying? So training with Louis Ruiz, three-time world kickboxing champion, he was like, nah, you got to train and get ready, you know? Wow. <laughs> you know, but, you know, every, everywhere is different. You know, sometimes you get away with a couple of amateur fights and turn pro, Sometimes, you know, you need a big, uh, 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 I don't know about now, but back then, the rule was you had, you had to have minimum 15 amateur fights before you turn pro. You know what okay. I'm saying? You know, that was back in the 90s. I don't know how they do it now. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, you see a lot of, it, it's not unusual. You see a lot of guys, in the, even, the, even in the UFC, have one or two amateur fights and then turn pro. You know what, right. what I'm saying? So, so it's not it's not it's not unusual. I mean, so as long you got a good camp and you train hard, you take it serious, you're good. Right. You're good. So where are you training at right now? I'm training at uh Champions Boxing Gym. It's on it's called Champions Boxing Gym from the Boulevard. Cool. So you're doing so you're doing pro boxing or or for right now. I'm doing pro boxing, but right. the idea is to go to pro kickboxing. Okay. Pro okay, so so so, I actually want to so so you you're open to do other things besides the boxing. Ah, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna get in bare knuckle fight one day. Ah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You know, yes. yeah. That's where to do it. I mean, that's how I did. It. I do kickboxing. Uh, I do uh, MMA, and I'm doing bare knuckle. Uh, listen. But I'm a fighter, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm right. glad you do Yay, whatever, you know. Right. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. So uh, during this virus crisis that's been going on, what kind of training you've been doing to, to stay prepared? So most of the time, like in the beginning before the gym was slowly opening up, I mostly go running. I mostly hit like the heavy bag. If I can do like push-ups, sit-ups, I got my weights, I got my jump rope. So I try to make sure that I maintain something and do something every day. Right. 
because I don't want to do nothing. Yeah. I want to be able to just go. Yeah, because so. you know, people people don't don't understand that as a fighter, you gotta stay active or somewhat active because to lose to lose that shape and get it back, oh hell, you know, that's not easy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so it's good even if you do something on the side, you you maintaining you're all right, you'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Good for you, man. Good for you. So have you have you met any uh, professional fighters like Mike Tyson or anybody that close to your area? Um, no, you? no, not no. I ain't met no one yet. One day. <laughs> I, really, I really don't be worried about stuff like that. It's like most of the time, just be worried about where I want to go with fighting. So must be like my main mind. All right, so. You, if you want to stay on my show, you can. I'm gonna bring on a female fighter. Her name is Dina Dime. You guys ready to meet her? Yeah. All right, hang on for a second. So go ahead and ask my question, Anthony, if you like. Um, sure. Uh, so so besides the boxing, you want to do the kickboxing, you want to do the MMA, but is it in your gym? You guys are more rounded there, or you guys just do boxing? Ah, so so now you gotta shop around to do your MMA, jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. You know, get it together because you know it's not easy. You know, a lot of guys, you know, they go over them in tactic because they're a fighter. You know, they could they could fight. Yeah, you could fight, but you still gotta train your jujitsu, your wrestling, your your kicking. You know, because you know a lot of these guys come from good. There's a lot of guys, whether it's the East Coast and West Coast, they come from good camps. You gotta, get, you gotta take it serious, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. Yeah, was, like, I'm making sure that I want to do Right. Right. Good, good, good. Do, do. Because, you know, I mean, I, 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 I hate when I see guys that are kickboxing or boxing and they're going there with that kickboxing boxing mentality. And think they could take an MMA guy. When MMA guy, MMA guys gonna look at you like, well, I'm not going head to head, toe to toe with him because he's a boxer. I'm gonna take him down. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how you lose. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you know you got you got to be rounded. You got to be rounded. Mm -hmm. whether, whether you like it or not, you know. Yeah, I understand it. Yeah, that, that that was that was my fault. My fault was, you know, going from boxing, kickboxing right. to right. MMA. I did a couple of amateur MMA fights because I didn't have my, my jiu-jitsu yet. Yeah, MMA guy. And sure enough, a couple of my lost because of that, you know? And then I went to his grassy and I learned my jiu-jitsu. So what, what's the heaviest weight you ever fought? Yeah. What's the heaviest weight, the heavy class you ever fought in? Was it tough for you? Like,
we ain't gonna fight because you didn't make yeah. weight. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm reading on the bottom of the screen here. I'm not sure if you guys see it. Boxing, Muay Thai, wrestling. Focus on them areas. So yes. Uh, so I got Dina Dane right here. You guys ready? Ready, ready. All right, let's get her on here. There we go. All right, here's Stone. Welcome. Dina Dan Dimes, how you doing today? Can you hear me? How you doing? I got Dina Dane right here. You guys ready? Can you hear me? Dina? How are you doing tonight? All right, so uh, give us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what got you to start uh, fighting in MMA? Hey Anthony, can you can you hear yeah, me? The, 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 the audio is messed up, Jeffrey. The audio is messing messing up. All right, can you hear me now? No. All right, let me check it again. Hang on. All right, can you hear me now? Hey, Anthony, if you could talk to her for a minute, she, I can fix my mic real quick, all right? Yeah, I can't. I can't hear it. It's, it's, it's echoing. Mine or hers? No, mine's too. That's weird. Hang up for a second. Yeah. Let's see if John can hear me. Can you hear me, John? Yeah, I can. All right. Can you guys hear me now? Nope. A lot of, a lot of background noise. How about that? Nope. Sounds like we, 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 so it sounds like we're communicating with aliens. <laughs> That's weird. All right, let's try it again. You guys go ahead and talk for me real quick. Huh? Can you hear me now? Now. Yeah, that's better. That's better. All right, uh... So, Dina, give us a little bit more about your uh, career in MMA fighting. Uh, well, I started fighting like six years ago. Um, before that was boxing. Um, I don't know. I went to boxing. Uh, I mean, I went to an MMA fight, and uh, I saw some girls fighting, and I don't know. I kind of liked it, so I went to try it. It seemed pretty fun. So, <laughs> tried it, and obviously I liked it a lot. So, uh, so I heard about you through uh, Sheena Star. I'm sure uh, Anthony really haven't heard about her yet. But uh, what's it feel like to have a friend like Sheena Star to uh, help you? What what you need? 
Uh, no, it's pretty nice that you have friends like that, uh, especially in the sports. Because there's, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that, I don't know, they just won't help you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's, she's pretty nice. I mean, I fought her before twice, and I know she's, she's good at everything that she does. She's a good friend. So, uh, what is it going to be like to fight your first professional BKFC fight? I'm really pretty excited. I am. Um, I mean, the only thing that I'm kind of worried about is either breaking my hands or breaking their face. <laughs> 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 It goes both ways, so it, I, I know bare knuckle fighting is a uh, really tough sport now, but it's really coming up and getting big. Got a lot of good names that are fighting in the BKF now. Uh, there's a lot of mentors like uh, Anthony here. He's he's going to the BKFC too, so. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> gotta do it, gotta do it. But you know, I, I, know, I know Michigan have a lot of a lot of good gyms up there uh uh you know now that you went from boxing to mma you you, you do all the training in one place or you got to travel like other people no i do it in one place oh that's great yeah we have like two days for boxing and three days for um grappling and all that good good that, that's cool that's cool because i know a lot, a lot of fighters don't have it like that a lot of fighters they do Boxing one gym, they go to another gym, they do kickboxing, and they go to another gym, do jujitsu, and sometimes it could be, you know, a pain in the butt. But uh, if you do it all in one gym, hey, more power to you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I have uh, at the gym, there's like a few Do jujitsu, and sometimes it could be, you know, a pain in the butt. But if you do it all in one gym, more power to you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I have a... Uh, uh, was she talking to you or me, Anthony? I didn't hear No, it. it's echoing. It's echoing. Is it really? Yeah. I know why. I know it's why. Like... Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, man. All right, let's try that. <laughs> okay. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah, it's better. I apologize. Uh, I have my phone turned on at the same time close to the electronics. Ah. So... Uh, so you know, when it comes to training, are you uh, training to stay at the same weight? Or are you training to go lower weight? What's, what's the expectation from your coaches? Well, I, I've been fighting at 105, 110, 115, and I did fight at 125 at one point. Um, but I would like to stay at 105 or 110. That That's your ideal okay. way? I mean, you feel stronger there? I mean, you feel... Stronger, faster, I mean. Yeah, I do. Cool. Uh, usually when I when I was doing 115, I mean, most of the girls were a lot bigger than me. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, it's still fun, but I'd rather not do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, I mean, I mean, it, it's hard because, you know, you got to sometimes, it's good to experiment and see what weight, feels better you know maybe you maybe 10 pounds you feel stronger but maybe you know feel stronger but not as fast a little weight you feel fast but not as strong sometimes you gotta play around 
and see where you you know you really feel comfortable, you know. So you know, not, not a lot of fighters do that. Not a lot of fighters play around with the way they stay with the same way for all the careers. You know what I'm saying? So very few people do that. Yeah, no, if you're really comfortable with one of the you can. Cool, cool. So I noticed you told me you were a little nervous about being up live in an interview. <laughs> so what's the difference? Tell me a little yeah, different for when you're in the ring. <laughs> I don't really like talking to people. And I mean, in the cage, I don't really feel anything. Like, I don't right. just focus. I don't like hear anybody. I don't see anybody. Um, I know I have a little problem. Well, in the past, I had a little problems. Um, Listen to my coach because I would just like everybody, and right. uh, I end up learning to actually listen to my coach. It's hard. I mean, you know, it's like everything, like everything in life, is practice. You know, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Out of it, you know what I'm saying? And you lose, you lose the nervousness of it. Uh, I was the same way. Oh my God, I was a wreck. Get butterfly in my stomach. My palms start sweating. But uh, you know, the more you do it, it's like yeah, whatever. Once that bell rings. It's like, ah, oh, it's a whole new world. <laughs> right. I was a little bit nervous for my first fight when I started doing amateur. But after that, it was just like, um, I don't know, it was just normal. It yeah. Was really comfortable. Yeah, it's crazy how that is, right? I, I, I try to explain that to people, and they, they can't get it. You know, they, they feel that every time you go to the ring, you always get nervous. Well, some people do, you know? Uh, but some people, like you said, it's like, Whatever, it's just another fight, another, it's part of the training, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. So what's your uh, hardest training you had so far? Um, I don't know, everything is pretty much the same. Um, it was a little bit hard going from uh, boxing to MMA or like switching when I have to do like boxing. Because I want to, like, throw elbows or, like, knees. But I right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm, I'm still working a lot in my grappling. I mean, I actually have uh, my little brother that he does uh, wrestling. He did that all through high school. He just graduated. And he's he's pretty good at it. So me and him will go at it. And it's pretty fun. I mean, plus right. the gym and everything. That was good. That was good. So who, who got you starting into fighting your uh, Sheena? Or did you grow up with uh, family growing into uh, fighting? Well, my, my older brother used to bo used to do boxing. He, uh, he went to Golden Globes, Nationals. He almost made it to Olympics, but then uh, he what? lost. Um, nice. After, uh, yeah, I started going to a gym with him, and I liked it a lot. And, uh, <laughs> like I said, later on... Um, I went to an MMA fight and I wanted to get in it. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see you get in a BKFC yeah. fight. Uh, it, that's going to be big. There's a lot of stars. And with you getting in there now, I'm sure Sheena's going to be your uh, cut woman or cut man, whatever uh, you guys want to call her. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm pretty sure will. <laughs> So what does it feel like to have her in the corner with you to support you every step of the way? Well, it's really, it's really nice. I mean, like I said, she knows what she's doing. Plus, just the fact to, like, that you have someone there that you know, guiding for everything is, is pretty nice. That is a plus. Yeah. That is a plus. 
Yeah, she knows, I like Sheena. She's really outgoing. She tells you like it is. And right now, I know she, you guys, she's trying to get a call out by, uh, what's her name? Uh, Gavinito? Gavinito, whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah. So you think that'll happen? Well, I hope it does. <laughs> yeah, they, they need to end that. So, so, uh, so from now until you get ready to your first fight, what's what's uh, what's going to be your main goal? Um, I know. I just I would like to be like faster on my on my hand. I know a lot of people say that I do have really good hands, but I would like to be faster. And that, I'm pretty, you ever heard of, uh, I've talked to Anthony about him, Tony Lopez? Uh, no. Look, look, him, look him up sometime. He's a professional bare knuckle fighter, MMA fighter, and uh, I think he's done some kickboxing, but he's tough. He's in a heavyweight division. He's not. He's he's not fast. He's just strong, and he did that yeah, for a while. Been... Go ahead. I have... Sorry, oh, punches fine. are pretty strong. They are. Um, I have a lot of TKOs. I I mean I at first when I was amateur I used to pretty much finish the girls at like first or second round. Um, it was all pretty much boxing at first. Um, my first fight. I believe it was like eight seconds. Um, I used like punch her in the face and she just went down. Damn. <laughs> that was, was good. So that was surprised. good. I was surprised. <laughs> I didn't know that. Right. I mean, I won repeat, but they wouldn't do that. So are you getting a lot of family support for what you're, what you're doing right now? I mean, the main ones that support me are uh, my two little brothers. That's good. They're usually the ones that I bring to the gym with me. They're one is the one does wrestle. Uh, the one that's into wrestling, he's uh he's actually he wants to do boxing and he's pretty fast with his hands. So I like to train with him because he's pretty fast and I can't. It's just annoying because I can't hit him in the face. <laughs> he moves so fast. <laughs> good. That's good. But that's how you get. Yeah, but that's how you get faster. You know, fighting with somebody who's faster than you. You know what I'm saying? That that's how you get your timing even better. You know, so so you you have somebody who's stronger than you or faster. You know, I mean, we uh, uh, every time I have sparring partners, I never have the same par sparring partners because you know somebody same way, same height. It's so much that they could do. You know what I'm saying? I try to get somebody bigger, somebody smaller because they're faster, and, and try to get the timing and rhythm. Accordingly, because you need you need all those skills anyway. So if your brother could, uh, you know, give you give you that, that's a plus. You know, that's a plus. Right so, now, at the time, usually Fridays we we spar, and I mean, there's a lot of us, and yeah. we all go. Uh, yeah. I train like a lot of guys. Are, some of them are heavyweight and everything, and yeah, like it's it's even better because like yeah, like you said, you have more experience with like different sizes and different heights. Yeah. Like, pretty sure. And Sheena was actually like the only fighter that was like way, way taller than me. And it was, uh, I don't know, it was pretty fun. But it is nice to have like um, different people to train with for those kind of uh, situations when someone's like 
taller or or whatever. Yeah, because you know, even even when you find your own weight your own weight class, someone's gonna be shorter than you, someone will be taller than you. So not because you same weight class, you always always gonna find somebody the same height, same weight. Somebody, you know, when I was fighting in kickboxing one eighty five, everybody was taller than me, you know? And that, you know, that was a challenge. So my sparring partners had to be same weight class taller than me, you know, and had to, you know, uh, uh, train that way. But uh but yeah, having spa different sparring partners, it is a plus. It is a plus. Yeah, it is. So um, as I as I grew up as a wrestler and a boxer, and I retired real early because of my back and my knee. But when I started training little kids boxing, have you guys ever tried uh, what they call that uh, little small balls? You can bounce them, try to make your hands go faster. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. The double bag. Do what? The, the double in bag. Yeah, uh, like real small balls. You just bounce them and they make it oh. go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did that a few times. That that helps a little bit more. I'm not sure how you guys do it, but I used to do that when I was little. So, but I'm slow now because I'm old. <laughs> I, like, I like I like the double in bag. A lot of a lot of fighters even now, especially kickboxer MMA guys, don't like to use the double in bag. Uh, 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 which is the one that's suspended with uh, uh, the ceiling, the floor, you know, and you punch it, it comes back at you. You know, it's, it's amazing. Like a lot of guys rarely use that one. You know, and for me, I always tell people that's one of the most important piece of equipment you're going to uh, use because it gives you two things, speed and reaction. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you know, so it's very alive because when you hit it, it comes back at you and you gotta, it's good to, you know, you, it's good to do it Offensive, defensively, you know, and no, no piece of equipment. I think his phone went out. You have problems too. So, so uh, I know you're a little shy. I'm trying to ask you a lot of questions. So, is there anything you like to say to all your coaches or anybody out there, your sponsors? I don't know. I just, I just want to thank them for being there. Um who's helping me, who's um, yelling at me to listen. Um, I don't know, for being patient with me, I guess. Yeah, a lot of, being in training, a lot of people got to have patience. That's something I don't have right now. <laughs> so, um, I appreciate you being on my show. I know I had a little problems with the mic and stuff. I apologize. Um, I'll be looking forward to seeing you in the ring, pounding their faces in. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, I okay. appreciate you for having me. You're welcome. Hopefully, after you get done with all your training, your fighting, I'll have you back on my show. You won't be shy anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll still see you, but. All right. all right. Well, thank you for being on follow broadcast and uh, hope to see you soon in the ring. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. What's up, John? What happened? I think my phone was acting up. 
uh, I think there's a little problem going with the reception right now. I think there's like uh, millions of people getting on the phone and stuff right now. Okay. So uh, just give me a little bit more details about uh, what you're doing right now to stay focused, your training, getting ready for your next fight. Okay, well, you know, most of the time we, we have to balance out like training and, and stuff that's going on in our life. So, like, when I'm not training, I'm doing tattoos or I'm working a security job or anything like that. But most of the time, I try my best to get the hours in, to keep training and keep working. And I try my best to manage out and balance out everything. Sometimes it gets hectic, sometimes it's easy. But I love every minute of it, though. So, it's like that's what a lot of times I have to do is try my best to manage out everything because I be I keep putting my focus on one thing and then I forget the rest of the stuff. So that's like be my main thing that I be doing. So uh, right now, welcome back, Anthony. I see yep. you have problems with your phone. Yeah, we got it froze frozen up. All right, so. Between you two, what's the best nutrition to have while you're training? Um, I'll let John go first. John, go first. The best nutrition would probably be is like me personally, I always stick to the same kind of plan for losing weight, which is just less meat, eating salads, running, keep hydrate, and eat more like fruits and veggies and stuff like that. So. Anthony, yeah, for me, I, you know, for me, it always works a high protein diet. I, always, you know, it always works for me. It keeps me, keeps my muscle, keeps me strong, keeps me leaner. Uh, for me, high protein always works for me. You know, you don't like fish, do you? I love fish. You know, pro, protein means everything: fish, uh, chicken, turkey, steak. Uh, I, you know, protein shakes. Make sure you have a good vitamin and mineral on the side. Uh, drink, plenty of, plenty of, drink plenty of water, which most people don't do, especially first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, the first thing you should do is drink a big, a big, a big bottle of water. You know what I'm saying? To flush all that things, all that things out. I mean, it always works for me. It keeps my body down, my, my body weight down. And uh, I don't eat a lot, a lot of carbs because you know, you know, I, I, I tend to. Gain, I could lose weight fast, but also gain, I could gain weight fast too, you know. So yeah. by not eating too much carbs and just eating as much protein as I can, it always keeps my weight down. For some reason, that works for me, you know. Just a lot of protein, a lot of water, and uh, you know, uh, the training will take care of itself because when you do MMA, you do a little bit of everything. The, the workout alone, you burn a lot, you know. So you're doing. Five rounds, five minutes around just wrestling, you sweat like a pig. You know what I'm saying? That alone keeps you in shape. You know, so if you're eating a good diet, you know, uh, medium, low carb, that could do it. So, John, when you're training, like I saw your video the other day, I noticed you said something about your back was hurting, your leg was hurting. Do you yeah. think? <laughs> well, what's up with that? Huh? What's up with that? Okay, so like, most of the time when I when I learn something at the gym, I, I got a problem with taking it home and then working on it and keep working on it and not letting my body relax after coming from the gym. Ah. So 
the next day I'm sore already and it's like I pushed through. So it was like my back I had felt like a knot while I was running, but like back of my, my thighs kept locking up and I kept getting this knot in my lower back. And I kept trying to stretch it out and work it out. And so with me it's kinda like I kinda like showing stuff like that so people can see that it's not easy. It's hard. Right. It is. It is. Because you know, I mean, when, especially when you pro, when you amateur, you can take time off. You you take it as e you know, a little bit easy. But when you pro, you making this your lively livelihood. You know, so you gotta push it even sometimes on on, on sword days. You know, you, there's no break time. You know what I'm saying? There's no break time. You know, sometimes right. you're like, you know what? I'm sore. I gotta push it through. You know, whatever. You know, I, I, I you know, and but that's what makes you stronger too. You know, that's what makes you stronger too. You know. Unless unless you have an injury that is serious, you got to pull back. That's different. But if you saw a little achy here and there, listen, you got to push through, man. Right. It, it, that's why it's called training, okay? Right. <laughs> like, the, main, the main thing I always think about when I'm sore or I'm hurt and I'm, and I'm in training, I think about if I'm in a fight. If I'm in a fight, right. I got to keep fighting. Right. That's up. right. I have to that's right. On. So that's, that's like right. my mindset. That's my mentality while I'm training. Yeah, that's right. You can't say, listen, I'm sore. Maybe next week. <laughs> you can't, can't, can't say that, you know? <laughs> you know? Can't say that, you know? <laughs> when I saw that video, I was like, uh, he said his back is like hurt, and it reminded me back when I was wrestling in high school, a little bit of college. Wrestlers go through a lot from lifting up people on their backs, running up the mountains. It's a lot of hard work to get yourself motivated, uh, that conditioning you need for your next match. It was hard. That's what John is doing. So, yeah. so uh, do you, your next fight, uh, before, this is why I got a question. Back in the days, the boxing used to be a little different. The condition, get ready for your fight. Like, I think you get, what, three weeks ready for your next fight? No uh, interrupt disruptions, no nothing. Just keep doing your conditioning workout. What is it like to be blocked out, everybody, and focus on you and getting yourself ready for your next fight? How that feels is just like it's something that you just got to do is because if you're distracted and you're getting ready for the fight, if you're not putting 110% into that fight mentally and physically, then you're going to lose. So you have to block everything out. You have to block all the bad and the good stuff that's outside of that fight. You have to focus on that fight. Because you it's, it's, you fight for survival. So you, you have to live in, like, it's, it's come somewhere it's hard to explain because it's like each fighter got their own way of how they block out. How I block out stuff is that I just keep making sure that I, I maintain just thinking about it all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I just watch videos of the opponent that I'm pretty ready to fight. Or I find a picture of and print it out and then post it like on, on a mirror so I can always look at them. Like, that's stuff I do. That is true. I think, I uh... Go ahead, Anthony. Yeah, no, no, that's true. People, I don't think people realize how, how selfish fighting is. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all you. You know, it's not a team sport. It's not a team sport. It's not, you know, I'm hurt you go, you know what I'm saying? It's all you, and sometimes, and fighting, like you say, is mentally, is a lot, a lot of men, mental and physical, and you gotta block things 
so you could concentrate on your training and on yourself. And sometimes family members can't can understand that. Friends can understand that. You know what I'm saying? You know, because it happens to me many times. Like, people ask you, well, I can't go out. I'm resting. You know, ah, what's wrong with you? You know, you know, he said, listen, I'm resting. You know, they, 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 I'm sorry. You know, after the fight, we, we hang out, you know? So, it, it's, so fighting is very selfish like that, but that's what makes you the best. Those are the sacrifices you got to make to be the best. You can't, you can't fight and party at the same time. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't work. You, you can't, you know, you can't fight, be a fighter and, and, and stay late and drink and this. It, it's not going to work. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You go home, you have to eat, you have to rest. And, and But those are the guys who will make it big. Those are the guys that they know how to sacrifice, know how to concentrate and block everything else. Because you know what? When you come back, your friends are going to be there. Your family's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is just something you got to do for yourself, you know? And sometimes people don't understand, you know, what it takes to be the best. And, and guess what? Just like everything in life, sacrifices. That, that, that's what it takes to be the best, you know? Yeah. And that I had actually learned that the hard way. Like during oh, the yeah. I, trained, I had to learn, like, okay, this is what I really want to do. Then I have to invest in myself. I have to put my that's right. into it. And I have to literally put all energy into it. So That's right. You when a fighter understands that, then it's easy to block out stuff because your That's main right. focus is winning. Your main focus That's is right. going to this fight. Your main focus is is, is the fight. So, That's right. And you, and you see in the history, you know, you see a lot of guys who were once upon a time were good fighters, and then they 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 went, you know, partying and doing this and doing that, and guess what? Losing, losing, losing because. You can't mix that lifestyle. If yeah. you're going to dedicate yourself to the fighting, you got to dedicate to the fighting. You can't mix your fighting with different lifestyle because it's going to mess you up, you know. And, and it's selfish like that, but that's what it takes to be the best, you know. So I'm glad that, that you learned that now, you know what I'm saying, still yeah. earning your career, then later on and then lose everything, end up with nothing, you know what I'm saying. So that, that will take you far. That attitude alone will take you far. So... My head goes off to you, buddy. Thank you. So uh, tell me, your the first professional fight you had, I've got to ask you, what did it feel like to get in that ring on your first pro fight? Okay, first of all, I was nervous. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was because it was, a, it, it, it was a lot of things going on when I went to your pro fight outside of fighting. And not only that, it was just like, I, I actually went to that fight with no coach. Like, I actually, wow. trained, I actually trained myself, and I was like, okay, nothing's going to stop me from achieving what I want to achieve. And right. at, at that time, I was like, okay, I told this woman that I was going to do this. I'm going to do this. And so I kept running. I kept working myself. I kept remembering what other coaches taught me at the time. And so I told myself, when I got into the dressing room and I was getting ready and they were wrapping my hands, that's when I actually had to, <laughs> I actually had to go use the restroom. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's real talk, but you know what? Hey, you, you did it. You know what I'm saying? You went in there. You did your thing. You know, I mean, that's that's a, a testament of, the, uh, of your character, who you are. You know what I'm saying? That, not a lot of people do that. That's not easy, man. That is not easy. You know what I'm saying? But that, 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 that says a lot about you. That says a lot about you. And, uh, it's kind of like, this, this is something I really want to do. But it's just like, I just don't want to do it with boxing. It's like, I want to compete. Right. And all genres of fights. I want to 
be a champ in it. Right. I, I, to be honest, I'm doing this for a reason, but I'm trying to find out the reason why I'm doing it. Right. I, I love every day while I go to the gym and train, learning something different, it feels good to me because right. I, I'm getting close to figuring out who I am as a fighter. But that's what training is. You know, training is figuring out who you are as a fighter, as a person, you know, and take to a level that only you could be yourself, you know, you know, and, and that could take you anywhere, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it is a journey. You know, fighting is not just about beating people up. There's more to fighting than just beating people up. You know what I'm saying? It's a journey of, of yourself, knowing yourself and where you want to go in life. And you could take that, you know, with anything in, in life, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, but again, you know, in your early career, you're finding that on your, with yourself, and that could take you far. Oh my God, that that you know, once once you realize how good you are, how good you're getting, who you are as a fighter, as a person, you know, and, and how much you love it, how much you willing to dedicate to it, the sky's the limit, my friend. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so yeah, do it. So, from talking to you and all your interviews and everything. Uh, I feel like I don't even, you seem like a fighter that I know that has a bright future. And I'm going to see a belt around that waist of yours. Thank you. You have that attitude, man. He has the attitude. He has the attitude. He has the, oh, the, the, the character. You know, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I like that. <laughs> just, just remember to shout my name out when you do, man. <laughs> well, I <laughs> Yeah, that's great. So, uh, so, is there anything you'd like to say to all your coaches, your sponsors, and all the people who are supporting you? So I noticed that uh, you share 200 people on my show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Appreciate well, that. I just want to say that everybody, like, like to you, and everybody who believes in me and who does like stuff like this, I really appreciate it. This is the reason why I keep going is because little stuff like this means a lot to me. It gives me motivation and it makes me keep going. So to everybody, thank you. And the ones that don't believe in me, thank you. Yeah. Because y'all the reason why I want to prove y'all wrong. <laughs> nice. Um, I, appreciate, I appreciate you being uh, part of the full broadcast show. You're welcome to come on this show anytime you like. Your future training after your fights, I'm glad to have you, man. No problem. I always make that. It's on, John. Keep, right. keep training. Hey, keep look, training. Hey, look on the screen right now. Hang on. I left. You read that? Carlos said he's going to be part of the CNC management very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, man. So, uh, what do you think about these two fighters, uh, Dina Dame? Uh, give us a little detail. You, what do you feel like her uh, attitude? Oh man, was, I, I, uh, it, it was it was great. I like I like the the attitude, the confidence. Uh, uh, um, you know, they know who they are as a fighter. Uh, uh, they know where, where they want to go with it. You know, and, and that that's a plus because you know a lot of fighters they're still discovering themselves. They don't know whether they really want it or don't want it or how far they want to go. Uh, um, when you hear somebody that early in the career, they, they, you know, you could, you could hear the hunger. You could see, you could, you could feel the hunger in them. You know, that they, they want it. They, you know, they, they, they're still training. They're still trying to uh, know themselves and, and, and investing on themselves. 
that's a that's a big plus, you know, because a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are still guessing and they they don't know. They jump from camp to camp and they don't know what they want to do with themselves as a fighter. But uh, you know, them too. They they I see a bright future. They're still young. They're hungry. They know what what it takes to be you know the best or, or the best in them. So yeah, I, I see a lot of potential there. I'm, I'm glad that we have them on the show. Yeah, I'm glad too. Hopefully, I'll have Dina Dimes here on my show in the future. She won't be shy much anymore. So <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. So, so uh, with John Williams, his attitude—it's like he had the attitude that I had back in the days where I want it. I'm going to get it. Nobody's stopping me. Right. That I feel like he's going to have that belt around his waist sometime. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you know, I mean, the the uh, as a fighter, you can have all the skills in the world. You know, people understand that you you can have all the skills in the world, but if you don't have the right attitude, the right mentality, all those skills don't mean nothing. You know, you, you gotta have the attitude and and, and 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 your character behind that. You know, that will take you even further. You know, and, and being down to earth and being humble, that that's something that wow, it speaks uh, it speaks a lot as a person. And, and not only you be a good fighter in the ring, but also outside the ring, you know, so with the fans and everything. And that's a big plus. Yeah, uh, it's like I see uh, Carlos following uh, live Facebook, you know, interviews. He sees, I think he sees what we see, you know, right. the, the fighter's attitude. Uh, they're willing to go from day one, train until they fall down. Yeah. And they get right back, but you know. No, because you know, I mean, you know, it, it, it's hard. It's hard, especially look, look at him. We're only with a two and one amateur record, you know, what I'm saying, and, and and it's amazing with that that small that, that small background, uh, how he talks. He talks like he's already had like a hundred fights, you know, what I'm saying that's that's rare. You know, you see a lot of guys that have in boxing alone, they have like fifty, a hundred fights as an amateur, and don't have that attitude, you know, and, and so. And, you, and those are the same guys that don't last long either. Listen, attitude is everything. Attitude is everything. Confidence is everything. And with, with your skills behind that, the sky's the limit. So my head goes out to both of them. I wish them the best. And I know we will see them soon with a bell around, the, 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 you know, around their waist and presenting themselves in the sport. I, I'm, I'm happy for them. All right. You know, thank you for being my co-host, man. You're going to sure. get a lot of help in the future. Uh, just remember, tomorrow we have Tony Lopez. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. And, and uh, I think there's another fighter. He hasn't contacted me back yet, so hopefully uh, I'll get him back on. Cool. Uh, he's been having family issues, so hopefully I'll announce that tomorrow. But next week we got a full schedule Tuesday and Thursday. Nice. We got. I, I've already got. Uh, I have like a total of 12 people want to be on my show, 12 fighters. Damn. So, hey, there you go. It's getting bigger so, and bigger. I love, I love it. Yeah, we're going to be busy. So, uh, with your help, it's a big plus. And uh, it's great I appreciate to meet these fighters on my show. Yeah. You're welcome, man. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to ask you the gym that you're at, that you train, is that your gym? You train your students, or is that? that, that that's my uh, uh, Tiger Thunder MMA is my, is my gym with uh, my, my partner, uh, my business partner, Thunder. My management, Don the Race the Bar Management. Uh, uh, those are the, you know that that it, it is my my gym, but I'm a co-owner of it with my partner Thunder. 
and my and the bar management who also helps me manage my career and the gym also. Yeah, I kind of like the videos you were doing and stuff, so I was sharing that. Cause yeah. It's like I respect the coaches, the trainers, uh, fighters that used to fight back in the days. They come yeah. to help the students that need that help. And that's things I like to support. I love supporting the fighters because they get in that ring and they give 100% yeah. of their... Well, you know, I've I, I always been like that because when I was growing up in, in a kickboxing world, and in the Taekwondo world and MMA world, Jiu-Jitsu world, guess what? Those guys, they were there for me too. So I cannot be selfish to be there for other people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when I was there, whether it was Louis Ruiz, Michael Corleone, Hansel Gracie, uh, 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 and the list goes on and on and on, you know, they were there for me and they helped me. So, you know, I feel like I got to pass it down too. You know, it's only, it's only fair, you know, and anybody that wants some advice or wants some training, whatever, listen, Come down, you know, I'm, it's your gym too. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Especially coming from a Yankee fan. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I want to end the show. Don't get off yet. I want you to hear about the good news that I had. As you can see, my, my name right here, all capitals, Fuller. Right. So we have, we have a new sponsor, Quit Bitching Collision. I really appreciate them giving the support and sponsoring our show. Thank you. You, type in our, you go to their website, you type in Fuller, they'll give you 15% off at the total when you check out. So visit their website. It's Thank you, sponsors. And sponsor D&D Baits. You need baits, you catch a big fish. Check his website out. He's a real cool guy. Uh, also, JB Handy Pro Services. He's out of Mississippi. He's not a local uh, uh, business, but I support all the small businesses. So he's out in Mississippi. I appreciate him supporting us. So, thank you, sponsor. Like to say before we get out here. Uh, no, th thank you guys for, for watching. You know, I mean, it's a big support. You know, we, we need that and. Uh, Thank you, my, 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 the host, you know what I'm saying, my, my buddy, you know, Jeffrey Fuller, you know, for the opportunity. And uh, see you guys soon. We're going to get big, baby. Yeah. Thank you for watching the full, thank you watch for the full broadcast, 24-7 news, live interviews, media coverage. i also be doing baseball, football, and basketball. Peace out for the full broadcast. Thank you, Anthony. You're welcome. Uh. Are you done?